0: CEO Cal McNair and general manager Nick Casario introduced D'Amico Ryan's Thursday evening officially as the Texans head coach. Cody and I discuss our takeaways and what to look forward to under D'Amico Ryan's. When it came down to it, there is no place I wanted to be anymore in than H-Town. So it was, an easy, it was an easy pick for me. It was a no-brainer to be here, all right, be home. It was a no-brainer. So it wasn't a, a difficult decision at all. It was very easy. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Friday episode of the Locked On Texas Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. I'm John Hickman. Of course, I am joined by Texans beat reporter for SI Sports Illustrated, Cody Davis, here to discuss the press conference on Thursday, Mm -hmm. which I think was heard around the NFL world. The red carpet treatment, the red cap T-shirts for those in attendance, and the electric atmosphere felt like red blood pumping through the veins of a franchise that's been dead for the past two years. Texas fans, there's no other way to put it. You don't have a problem. You have a coach.
1: Yeah, man. And look, we've been joking around about this a lot. This is the third consecutive year we have came on this show and talked about the hiring, talked about how the Houston Texans welcomed their new head coach. Of course, the first one was David Cully. Last year it was Lovey Smith and this year it was the Miko Ryans. Um, had an opportunity to be in, being attendance for this press conference. John, if last year, press conference with Lovey Smith was the beginning of the end to all the chaos and everything that was going on with this organization. The Miko Ryan's press conference and the way that Nick Casario and Cal Magnair welcome this guy back home, let you know that the future for this organization is in great hands. And while I was sitting there, I, I, I couldn't help but to compare it to David Cully's and Lovey Smith. And we all know that David Cully's hiring was like, okay, wh- what are you guys doing here? With Lovey Smith, it was like it represented a power struggle because we all know that Nick Osirio wanted Jonathan Gannon, Jack Easterby wanted Josh McCown. There was no such thing as a power struggle in terms of what we were witnessing at that press conference because, like I mentioned, the day after they unfortunately fired Lovey Smith the one thing that I noticed Nick Casario and Cal Magnair said a lot was we and in this press conference along with D'Amico Ryans they said the word we a lot and that is very important because when you go back to the Lovey Smith press conference when you go back to the David Cully press conference it was more so along the eyes 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 and I also believe that this was the perfect marriage on both sides. The Miko Ryans talked about it. He came out and confirmed that he did hold a couple interviews with the Denver Broncos, but he told the McNairs and Nick Casario at his press conference that he wanted to come. Home. He wanted to come back to H-Town. He said that this was his dream job. This is the franchise that drafted him in 2006. This was the franchise where he wanted to start his head coaching his head coaching career. Not only that, my favorite part of this press conference was the fact that Nick Casario came out and said that him and the McNairs, they sat down and created a list of eight to ten qualifications on what they wanted out of their new head coach. And D'Amico Ryans nailed all 10 qualifications. It was just a good day for this organization overall. And, John, as I just alluded to, this organization is finally in
0: good hands. Absolutely. This was the first time for a couple of things in the past two seasons. First, this was the first time in two cycles where it seemed like the Holy Trinity was all on one accord. Mm -hmm. The Holy Trinity, the CEO, the general (laughs) manager, and now the the new head coach. coach. And this was the first time in two cycles that you get a sense of direction from the head coach and the head coach alone. That Mm -hmm. is something that I can't wait to talk about in terms of direction and development. One of my biggest takeaways from listening to now new head coach, D'Amico Ryan, speak was – what we can expect from him as a coach. And before I talk about the field coaching side about it, you know, I honestly enjoyed hearing him talk about whether he knows it or not, but talking about what it's going to take to clean up the mess that his predecessors left behind him and build and help build and turn around this franchise to be a world-class and a respectable organization. Guys, I thought If we take away him being labeled as a coach and him being an ex-football player and if you he was just walking into a job interview Mm. and he mentioned the things that was important to him and his values and how he learned along the way to get to where he's at, there's no other guy that deserves this job than D'Amico Ryan. He treats players as a man. What a first-class organization should look like, learn that, from Gary Kubiak, uh, never throw a player under the bus. Being a great teacher, learn that from Andy Reid. Being adaptable, paying attention and utilizing the science of the game. Learn that from Chip Kelly. You get a sense of Ryan's leadership style and his values. A couple of occasions he was asked about his uh, history as a coach and from high school to college hmm. to the pros. And what I loved uh, from his response from a head coach now was, got into coaching to help players. He got into this field to help players. Could have easily retired and went out to the sunset, sold cars. Hmm. But he got back into (laughs) this this field to help out some of these young men. And to me, as a 38-year-old new head coach, that's more likely to understand what a player is going through as a man and what this team is needed right now um, is what this team needed because he can connect to these players. He's more relatable to some of these players. If you can connect with the players, then you can lead players. That was directly from D'Amico Ryan's. But if you can't connect, there's no way you can coach those guys. It's all about connections, right? He also Mm -hmm. continued with, we want guys – who are bringing energy and doing it in a fun way. We want guys who are truly committed to working together. No egos allowed, no energy vampires allowed. We want a positive culture. We're going to work together to make sure we're giving the players everything they need. Guys, before we even talk about the, the, in terms of coaching and, and actually, you know, talk about field work, because we got more to break down that, for me, was the most important part of this press conference on Thursday. Speaking to this franchise and the fan base about creating respectable uh, 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 and building growth with these men, because I guarantee you this, whether he wins championships or not, you can look at his tenure now and say to yourself, everything feels different because there is direction. You can make a case that there hasn't been direction with this franchise for the past three seasons. And with that being said, now we got to talk about the other things, the important Mm -hmm. things, which I can't wait to dive into because, Cody, like I alluded to, with direction, you know where you're going. And if you know where you're going, can't nobody stop you. And I don't think moving forward in, in the next six years, the Houston Texans will be derailed by nonsense because they have a leader on the field. He'll be a leader in the locker room in the front office talking to guys trying to figure out who they want to bring in and who they want to move away from, he will be a leader every step of the way. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values and experience to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract Qualify candidates to your open jobs and with different targeting tools. Targeting tools like going beyond your resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 870 million member profiles to put your post in front of people with the most qualified uh, qualifications. LinkedIn jobs makes it easy to screen, rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there. This is the day after. <laughs> the day after. Like, and it's, like, a, good after, after, a, good it's a, a good day, day after, too. It's a good day after. This is the day after where you think about the, the day before, and you think to yourself, wow, it really happened. Because it really did happen. The Texans really did ink a deal to make D'Amico Ryans their next head coach. Hmm. The Texans did uh, uh, bring D'Amico Ryans in, have an amazing press conference where it felt like, Everything was just right. And Cody you had an opportunity to be there, um, along with the rest of the credential media members in the city of Houston. Can you explain the atmosphere and what was, what was some of the takeaways that didn't necessarily come from the actual press conference that you can say to yourself, you know what? This is also another great reason why they signed him that the excitement
1: the respect and the admiration is back with for this organization and i say that because at his press conference there were a handful and i'm talking about you could probably count on on both hands how many former players who was there to support Demico ryans like andre johnson like jonathan joseph like Cushing Jonathan was there. There. Was, there. was there travis johnson was there there jonathan wells was there we will have jonathan wells on the show on monday by the way um and it wasn't just the legends you know players who are houston texans great there was actually current players like Derek Stingley, um, Keon Green, Christian Kersing, Desmond King, like there was just so much support there for D'Amico the Ryans. And, and, you know, I hate to keep bringing this up, but when you compare it to how it was with Lovey Smith, when you compare it to how it was with David Cully, those first two hires always seem like, you know, this is the best that we can do as of right now. And that's why I said in the first segment, like for me, This press conference, this hiring was the perfect marriage because it seemed like everything that the Miko Ryans wanted to be his first head coaching job, not only going back home and, you know, for uh, to, to the city of Houston, but going to a franchise with draft picks, with salary cap space, basically building a foundation from the ground up. I just told you guys that the McNair and Nick Casario made a list. Of eight to 10 characteristics of what they wanted to see out of their next head coach. And D'Amico Ryan's nailed all of it. Nick Casario said he did such a good job to the point where he felt like he wanted to go out there on the football field and start playing that day. (laughs) And by the way, I remember that. I was told that they basically had an agreement. Ever since their very first interview that Friday, remember I came on this show and say they had a very long, positive and lengthy interview. And man, it, it it was just good just to see the everything that had taken place with this organization over the last couple of years. It's finally good to see this organization in a good and positive light.
0: Well, let's go back to the press conference and one of my other big takeaways, and you can make a case that this was probably the biggest takeaway considering how bad this franchise has been. I heard the variation of the word development hmm. over 25 times. So whether it was development, develop, developing, I heard that variation of develop at least 25 or more times. So Cody, you have a very nice clip that I want us to go into. We have a young team. We have a, a fine young coach here that believes in developing uh, young guys, even a third-round linebacker he developed into – is he an all-pro? All-pro. He's an An all-pro. He's an (laughs) all-pro. And you did that, and you enjoy doing that, and you embrace it. And that's one of the things we talked about, Nick, is he really embraced developing young talent and finding the the understanding who the player is and bringing out the best in them. And that's what he did in – San Fran, and that's what we're looking forward to i have been critical and i mean mm-hmm. critical against the lack of coaching this franchise has had historically they've had andre johnson first rounder they have jj watt first rounder they had deandre the, Walk- the hopkins first rounder deshaun watson first rounder if you look at this franchise's history majority of their great players Hmm. With the exception of D'Amico Ryan, who, by the way, (laughs) there's no real difference between 33 and 32. Hmm. But majority of their great players have came between the first and, you know, a couple of second rounds. We've seen players from this that's played on this franchise go elsewhere and blossom. Hmm. We've seen players go elsewhere And in their role that may have been, uh, you know, minimized, they've been able to maximize the great things that they're able to do on the football field. And I have always been critical of the lack of development of offensive linemen. Ever since the, the great days when that offensive line had, you know, Dwayne Brown and them boys, it's a great gap of time where that offensive line was not getting developed. There's been a lack of development at the wide receiver position, um, outside of the great DeAndre you know Hopkins and the Andre Johnsons, they had talented wide receivers come here in Houston and just not be able to figure it out in Houston. There's also been a lack of a combination of respect and coaching to get the best out of some of their young running backs. Hmm. Deontay Foreman has blossomed in every other role he's been in outside of Houston who drafted him. And so... When I look at D'Amico Ryans, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, when I said along the lines of, yeah, defense, D.C. stands for defensive coordinator, but it also be development coach, right? You guys got to take – you got to look at what he brings outside of he's a returning former Texan. Why this was an important conference, press conference and why this was a – a substantial, amazing hire is because I truly believe for the first time, maybe since Gary Kubiak, and Gary Kubiak did a good job of putting together a system that really worked. So I'm going to go all the way back to Gary Kubiak. This was the first time I can truly say the Houston Texans have a coach in place that will go above and beyond in developing players. So, point in case, we were, I was in a Texan space the other day, and they asked me, the question was, who do I look forward to the most developing under and blossoming under uh, D'Amico Ryans? And I said Thomas Booker. I said mm-hmm. Thomas Booker because a lot of people are going to say Christian Harris. Christian Harris had a decent rookie year, right? Just didn't play a lot. A lot of people said Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley had a decent rookie year. Just got hurt. Jalen Petrie. Jalen Petrie. You can make a case he could have been an all-pro this year, a pro bowler, right? Thomas Booker is not a household name, even in Houston. And so I look at the guys like Thomas Booker. I look at the guys who is currently on this roster like Roy Lopez. I look at those guys that D'Amico can coach up, develop into where they are great at their role. And Houston has had issues with that, making sure that not only does the, the, this team has depth, but they have guys that can contribute and dominate in their role, in their position. That, for me, ladies and gentlemen, when I looked at their press conference, I was blown away by the amount of times development, developing, we're going to develop young guys because that will allow Houston, and down the line, when we look two, two years now and say, you know, this player is really doing good for Houston. Well, now that takes away from a hole that they have to feel, And then when you develop some of these younger guys that's coming in in some of these later rounds in the drafts, you know what they do? That helps out the money because you got to pay them, but you don't got to pay them that much because you develop guys in later rounds, and so now everything's look different. So now you can continue to build and build and build. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm going back to you do not have a problem. You have a coach. Mm. In, in 2023 – this is not the days of my way or the highway. We just had that last season. This is the day of adaptability, credibility, and coaching. And D'Amico, I know you said 8 of 10, D'Amico meets those three. He can adapt. Just saw it with the 49ers. And coming from Kyle Shanahan, I'm sure that he's learned a hell of a lot of knowledge on how to run a team. And
1: when – you go back to the 10 qualifications that was on Nick Casario's and the McNair's list. Uh, I'm pretty sure that development might have been at the top of this list because we could talk about it a lot. We can You see other reporters talk about it, write about it. You see fans talk about it. You know, there's a lot of excitement about the draft capital. But the one thing that always concerned me was the fact that the players that you draft, unless they are promising all-pro talents like a DeAndre Hopkins – it always concerned me because when you go back and you take a look at the young players that the Houston Texans had, a lot of them kind of like hit their ceiling, their rookie years, and due to the inabilities of the of, of the coaching staff, a lot of those guys never developed. When you take a look at a guy like Alani Johnson Jr., when you take a look at a guy like a Ross Blacklock, you know, those were guys wearing their rookie season. We saw some promise, but after... Their rookie campaign, when you look at what they did in their sophomore years and their junior campaign, they just did not look the same. And it's unfortunate. But at the same time, we just saw the same thing happen this year. When you look at the guys that Nick Casario drafted in 2021, Davis Mills, um, Brevin Jordan, Roy Lopez, like those were three guys who had. Pretty solid rookie campaigns, but this past season, we saw a regression. And when you take a look at what um, D'Amico Ryans can do as a development coach throughout this entire press conference, every time they talked about development, they used Fred Warner one of, if not the best linebacker in the game today. They used him as the primary example of what D'Amico Ryans can do just as a development coach alone. And when you take a look at the promise that, that's already on his team, a Jalen Petrie, a Derrick Stingley Jr., a Damian Pierce, um, as you just mentioned, a Thomas Booker, those are players to where, because you are giving them a development coach this early in their career, they're going to be probably 10 times better than what we think they could be right
0: now. TurboTax has experts who can help relieve you from the stress of taxes and fouls so you don't have to. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more Intuit TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Welcome back in Locked on Text and listeners. Listen, call number nine. Just playing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> again, I'm going to keep reiterating. Cody's going to reiterate, man, how good of a day it was to just be in that atmosphere. being around that 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 presence and just see the city of Houston and Texas fans wake up. They've been sleeping for a while. Now, one thing we don't need to sleep on is the possibility of not taking a quarterback <laughs> at two. This is something that we'll dive into some more next week. But, you know, he did mention building around your quarterback, right? He did mention that Cody my right or no, no, no.
1: You are one hundred percent correct. Happened? And 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 he said that not only is it important to build around your quarterback, but he also talked about establishing a run. But at the same time, having the offense be on an equal balance. But Can John, but play action. I, I do want to mention this. We just talked about. And, and, and gave D'Amico Ryans his flowers about developing. And I've also mentioned how the sophomore class regressed due to the inabilities of the last coaching staff. Don't be mad. If that is a possibility, at least be a little bit more hopeful because we know that the staff that D'Amico Ryans is going to put together is going to help. Whoever is under center
0: yeah, whoever, in 2023. Whoever is under <laughs> center. Right. I, I just listen. He did mention, you know, running the ball, being a balanced offense. Uh, he also included, you know, play action. And if we can't hit you big, you know, we'll have guys that we can, you know, make a play, playmakers. He mentioned all of that, man. And like, it, it was so many gems in this press conference, enough to stretch out for the next couple of weeks, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait to revisit this press conference because there were more things I wanted to talk about, right? But, yeah, I, I just... The next couple of months, April is on the way. Will they draft a quarterback at two? Will, in year one... Will he go the route of building what he believes is the team that he envisions to win football games and compete for a championship? And if that's the case, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked if at the number two overall pick, they do something else with it other than quarterback.
1: D'Amico Ryan's did say we already have one quarterback on the roster as of right now and last time i checked kyle allen and jeff driscoll was free agents and there's only one quarterback
0: in this room right now i think when well, you look <laughs> at what happened in san francisco four quarterbacks still successful because of what they put together a hell of a team Joe oh, did. yeah I, I i think that plays a lot into how he'll go about this offseason when that number two overall pick. We'll see how that turns out. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> guys, there's so much more that Cody and I will discuss. Uh, Tomorrow we will talk about the coordinators, the offensive coordinator, the guys that interview for the Houston Texans and why don't get, you know, shocked if some of those guys are actually brought in, but not as OCs in other positions. So I'll tell you why, because – some cleaning house is gonna be going on, man. I'm John Hickman. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans, and then make sure you follow us on on YouTube as well at Locked On. on I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Subscribe <laughs> Locked On Texas Podcast. And as always, I'm your host
1: Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore twenty four. Once again, that's Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore twenty four. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we will drop a weekend edition of Locked On Texans because there's so much we want to get into. But until next time, peace.